Congratulations to Paul Swan, host of The Drive, for capturing the prestigious 2024 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Excellence in Broadcasting Award for Best Talk Show. Tune in to Paul during your drive home weekdays at 5.06 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Monday, January 22nd. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for being a part of today's edition of the show. We're going to get your text in in a few minutes. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. So we'll be opening up that this hour. We're going to talk about the Marshall loss against James Madison. Better performance than the Old Dominion game. I think that's fair to say, but still a difficult loss. 67-52, kind of hard to watch, so we're going to recap that. We've got comments from Dan D'Antoni from earlier today. Also, we'll hear a little bit later on from Kim Caldwell. Her squad remains undefeated in Sunbelt play. They've got a big one coming up. They're on the road taking on James Madison. That's going to be a big showdown for the women. So we'll talk about all of that. And as I mentioned, we'll get your text in. And I'm going to give you a chance this hour to win tickets to go see the Herd. Take on Georgia State that's coming up Wednesday night. We've got the game right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. But if you'd like to go, you don't have your tickets just yet, I've got a four-pack. We're going to give you a chance to win that today. And to do so, you got to be a part of our text line. And again, that number one more time, just in case you don't have it, it's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Also, coming up here in a few minutes, a great opportunity for us to catch up with a, a longtime friend of not only of mine, but the program, and of course to Marshall in general, Derek Scott's going to come on with me here in the next few minutes. Uh, Derek, formerly many years ago, part of the Marshall family, even hosted his own show right here on 930 WRVC with Scott on Sports. Very popular show back in the day, and Derek is now the voice of the South Carolina Gamecocks. And coming up, they've got a blackout against Kentucky Wildcats. So we were sitting thinking today, Hey, what an excuse. We haven't talked to Derek in a while. And, of course, you know there are a lot of people who love the Kentucky Wildcats. So they kind of maybe would like to know a little bit more about South Carolina as it is a big game, I think, in the SEC. Plus, it's just an excuse. You get to talk to Derek. So we haven't done that in a while. And opportunity that I definitely jumped at when I was uh, told, hey, Derek's free today. Would you like him? Yeah, I would love to talk to Derek Scott. So he's coming on here in the next few minutes. So I'm excited about that. But, of course, we got to talk about the game. We're going to do more of that after I talk to Derek, but we got to talk about the game. I know it was a few days ago, and we're moving on, right? Are we in that phase where we're moving on now? Are we going to Bill Belichick this thing, go on to Cincinnati? I don't think we can because Marshall right now is looking for answers. That's the best way I can describe it. Marshall's just looking for answers and trying to figure out how to get back on the winning track. And, of course, if you were with us a couple of nights ago, we listened to Dan D'Antoni, got his comments. He was not as frustrated 
was not as frustrated as he was on Thursday. Definitely led to some aggravation for him, but with the frustrations of the weekend, you know, Dan, to be fair to Dan, and he, he dressed that earlier today, to be fair, he wasn't frustrated necessarily because of some misplays or some miscues or things that you would look at. They're not shooting well. There were some things that frustrated him, but it's not necessarily that. He talked a little bit about that when he was asked about the frustrations of the weekend, and he kind of outlined you know, where he was, why he gets frustrated so much, and, of course, losing is going to do that. But he did point out that, you know, I get frustrated when you do something when the obvious path is right here, the right way to do it is right here, and you go and you freelance and you do something else. And that was kind of where he was on Thursday, but he talked about the weekend. I thought Thursday night um, we were we played more like ISO teams, and uh, we're not an ISO team. Can't do that. Now, I thought we played well against James Madison, just didn't make shots. So there's a big difference. Uh, I can take a loss like James Madison – uh, if you've known me for a long time, I'm not real good at accepting lack of uh, just focus and concentration. I can take a missed shot. I can take mistakes doing the right thing. I have a real problem with people not when it's clear what to do and they decide to do something else. <laughs> and uh, that, that was kind of Thursday night. I thought we straightened it up well Saturday. Like I said, I you know that, it was going to be up and down this year anyway, regardless. But uh, we're four and three. I think top teams what six and one or seven, yeah six and one. Then five and two, and we're right there. And we got four games here, so. And that is a big factor in what's going to happen next for Marshall basketball. You have four home opportunities, chance to if you went out at home, if you can do that, you can hold serve at home then you're right back into the race. And that's what we care about most right now, making sure that Marshall's in the race, trying to get, hopefully, the one seed. And that's going to be a little bit more difficult now. Marshall has some work to do, but it's not gone yet. I mean, Marshall's only a couple games back. And that might sound optimistic on my part, but Marshall's a couple of games back. Now, if Marshall starts to get into a hole, then we're looking at, okay, where's Marshall going to finish off in seeding? You know, will Marshall draw a more favorable seed? Can Marshall, as a lower seed, prevail if it gets to a point where it's really deep in the seeding? And can Marshall get through this thing? Yeah, those things are coming up. We're running out of basketball games. I know we still have February to go and some of January left, but we're running out of basketball games before the conference tournament. And that's where it's all supposed to be put together. More from Dan D'Antoni. We'll do that later on. We'll also hear from Kim Caldwell as the Thundering Herd on the women's side. They continue to prevail. They look good. Not perfect. They look good, though. There are some things that I'm sure Coach would like to clean up as everyone is excited about where the women's basketball team is going right now and the way that they're able to go out, get down. Doesn't matter if they're down because – they play probably better, listening to Kim talk today, Coach Caldwell, about how sometimes they play better when they're down, but 
she did talk about there are, as a coach, there are still things that this team needs to clean up. Um, I think we could clean a lot of stuff up. I'm a coach, right? It's just what we look for. Uh, a lot of – we got beat up the sideline a lot in our press. Um, took some bad shots towards the end of the Coastal game. Really liked our second half versus ODU. And so just really continuing to put four quarters together um, and just playing hard no matter what the score is. I think we do a really good job of playing hard when the score – is not in our favor, but just continuing to do that when the score is in our favor is something we need to improve on, and obviously foul shots. Foul shots. Everybody's got to work on foul shots. Over 2,000 showed up. I know the Sweetheart Clinic was right before that, but 2,000-plus showed up to go watch the women on Saturday. Are you going to go the next time? Are you going to try to make it 3,000? Do you think that Marshall could get to 3,000 in women's basketball? Maybe push it to 4,000? 3,000 consistently. Not just a special one time. Remember when Marshall would have the promotions jam the cam and sometimes would try to pair the women's game with the men's game, do a double header, try to jam the cam. Now, obviously, with the seating capacity limited, it's not going to reach those heights that it used to be. I think 7,000 plus is the, is the record. But can Marshall average maybe 2,000? 3,000 on the regular basis on the women's side. Did you go on Saturday? If you did, are you going to go back? Are you going to spend more time going to women's games? It's something that the university is really banking on, trying to grow the sport. And at the same time, Marshall's winning right now. You know Huntington and Marshall loves a winner. That's always what I've been told. Growing up, growing up, and I'm from here, and I've been told this growing up, Huntington loves a winner. Well, Marshall women's basketball is winning right now. Marshall loves a winner. Marshall women's basketball is winning right now. So are you going to go support the ladies? We'll talk about all of that, and we'll get the text line open, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. When we continue, I want to talk to a good friend of ours. He is the play-by-play voice on the radio side for men's basketball and for, of course, football, and that is, I believe he's doing football. I know he's doing basketball, and he's doing baseball. Derek Scott, he joins us when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up-to-date bathroom fixtures from Mutual Wholesalers, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Come in today to Mutual Wholesalers' beautiful showroom and see how your new bathroom will look. Check out Acre by Max. Have a new bathroom this year. Mutual Wholesalers, locally owned and operated, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Call 304-525-9118. Metro Community Federal Credit Union has been serving the Huntington community for 70 years and is proud to announce our newest location in Lavalette is now open. Wayne County residents, you now have access to a modern banking facility, a full range of services, advanced technology, expert financial advice, and even a smart coffee kiosk cafe. Learn more about Metro Community Federal Credit Union online at metrocommunityfcu.com or visit us today on 5th Street Road. Equal housing lender, member NCUA. In the tapestry of life, we encounter stories of legacy and accomplishment, but sometimes also abuse, neglect, 
or financial exploitation, Adult Protective Services understands the importance of safeguarding the well-being of our loved ones, our neighbors, and our community. To report neglect or abuse, call 800-352-6513. Sponsored by the Administration for Community Living, West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources, Bureau for Social Services, the West Virginia Broadcasters Association, and this station. This project was supported by the Administration for Community Living, ACL, and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS. As part of a financial assistance award totaling $383,493 with 75 percentage funded by ACL HHS and 25 percentage in the amount of $85,236 funded by state government sources. The contents are those of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of nor an endorsement by ACL HHS or the U.S. government. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. The ugly truth is when you buy a timeshare, you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. I recently helped a couple that had their maintenance fees go from $800 to $3,200 a year. They also received a $4,000 assessment for a hurricane that was over 1,000 miles away. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to our Monday edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line this hour is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter responding to Dan D'Antoni's comment earlier says that two problems, one of which D.D. mentions shot making, the other has been apparent, the defense and defensive rebounding. Lots of things for Dan D'Antoni to fix. We'll go into a deep dive of what he had to say from earlier today after my next guest joins us. He is the voice of South Carolina Gamecocks basketball. He is a former radio host right here on 930 WRVC. Scott on sports, a legendary time in the 100 years of 930 WRVC, and he joins us on the program now. You were surprised when I reminded you. It's been 100 years since this radio station went on the air, and, of course, you were a part of that as well because for many years uh, this station has been known as the voice of Marshall Athletics, and, of course, you have a long history with the Thundering Herd. Yeah, hey man, it's great to talk to you. And, yes, uh, it, it, it surprised me, and then I stopped and thought about it. and thought, Yeah, wait a minute, this, this station had amazing history. I can recall when I first went to work there part-time and 
kind of digging around and figuring out. I was still in college at Marshall and and uh, was just kind of the weekend guy, board op in Reds game. Uh, and most of the programming was all automated at that point in time. And we were able to talk the management, which, you know, Mike Kurtner and, and the team still there now, talked him into doing some live programming. And we, we started with a one-hour talk show in the morning that was not sports-related. Uh, and then from there, we flipped it and went to four hours of live talk in the afternoon. Two of those were uh, Scott on Sports. And it was the first time, you know, in that market that I at least can remember that there was live local sports talk. And it was, uh, it was, it was a ton of fun. And I have great memories of my time. I know you guys aren't in the same building anymore, but I can still in my head visualize that whole studio area there at uh, at 93.7 and 92.7 and, of course, 9.30 a.m., which was kind of where my home was. It's crazy because we have now an actual four-microphone talk booth and then a producer's booth, and the producer actually can face – the talk booth. It's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's a nice that's a nice transition from where we were. That's that's for sure. Right. That's, and of course I'm in the producer's booth right now because, well, I'm producing and talking, so it's set up for that as well. So I, I get the dual role of producer and host of this one. But still we um we've come a long way. Uh we have a, a newer we have newer equipment and everything, Derek. You'd love it. <laughs> Good to know. That's awesome. So, Derek, of course, a longtime association with Marshall University through either being a student or on the air, Scott on Sports, uh, which you know, aired on this radio station many years ago. And now he's the play-by-play voice for the South Carolina Gamecocks. And as I was mentioning to you off air, a, a longtime Kentucky basketball fan, Bill Cornwell was excited for the matchup, one, because it's going to be a great matchup, and two, the fact that we got an excuse to talk to you today. So uh, he was excited when uh, I saw him this morning that, hey, South Carolina's playing Kentucky. You should talk to Derek. Never going to turn that opportunity down. Well, Billy C. is a is a fixture in, in uh, Huntington Radio. So when I saw his name pop up on my phone this morning, that was a blast from the past. But I was it was great to uh, – to be reminded of him, and I knew exactly when I saw his name on my phone. I thought, well, I, I bet he wants to talk some some Kentucky and uh, Carolina matchup here for for Tuesday night, which I'm happy to do and and uh, looking forward to. As you said, I think this could end up being a, a real fun matchup tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be a blackout as well. No particular reason why it's a blackout, right? Yeah, nothing special for Kentucky. Just a, a complete uh, well, blackout. You know, the, the the players wanted to wear black, and uh, and so. That when they're playing as well as they are, they'll they'll try and and, and pull some strings and, and make them happy. So they reached out to the league office to ask permission to wear the non-traditional, you know, non-typical home uniforms, and Kentucky agreed with it. So I guess the Cats will be in white, and the Gamecocks will be wearing their black uniforms, and and they just asked that everybody coming to the arena do the same and. You know, kids are excited right now. This has been uh, a, a better start than I think most anyone anticipated. And and to get this group out of the gate 15-3 and three, uh, really puts them in, an, in, a, in a good spot for the potential for postseason play, which we have not seen here uh, since the Final Four team in 2017. How are you excited to see the Big Z? Now, I've been trying to pronounce his name, practicing. You've got the task of doing it a lot more <laughs> tomorrow. Zivon Amir. Evie Stitch, that's the best I can get right now. I still have work to do. 
And so that's a big challenge for you to put on your spotting board since he became eligible. Yeah, I was glad that that happened to my buddy Scott Howard at Georgia and not to me because that is a nightmare to think of the day of the game that someone who hasn't been on the roster all season suddenly is cleared and you've got to not just squeeze him onto your spot chart, but also then figure out how to pronounce his name. Yes, Zvonimir Ivicic is uh, not not uh, Bob Jones, that's for sure. And and then he steps out and plays like a, a crazy man in his time on the court. And uh, I was talking to uh, uh, to Tom this morning. Uh, we, he was asking me if I would be on his show in Lexington uh, tomorrow morning, and and uh, and he was he was basically talking about you know I just thought they'd get his feet wet, you know, get him in there, give him a chance to play it for a minute or two, and instead. Uh, he ends up looking like Victor Wimbenyama. And I'm like, yeah, no kidding. I'm glad that happened uh, uh, on Saturday before our guys could at least have a chance to add him to the scouting report. And, and Leach got a, got a kick out of that. But, but no, it, he was amazing from everything I heard and saw in highlights. And just one more offensive weapon for Kentucky to work with. And probably the best offense in the country right now. And I'm going to go across promo. The Leach Report airs every day, 8 a.m. on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. You would remember that as WCMI AM, Derek. Absolutely, yes. And I'll be on with Tom tomorrow at 8.15 for what that's worth. So It's a great show. So looking forward to uh, listening to you talk a little bit more with Tom tomorrow. But yeah, this has uh, been an up-and-down season for the Kentucky Wildcats. Maybe yeah, not too down, but... At first, you weren't so sure about this team, but now it feels like, okay, Kentucky's got it going. They're rolling a little bit more. And this really, as you alluded to, is going to be probably one of the better matchups all season long in the SEC. Well, you know, I mean, they, they are what they are. Everybody knows how much talent is on that roster. And no surprise that there were some hiccups early, primarily the loss to UNC Wilmington that caught people by surprise. But uh, – the roster is really stacked. Antonio Reeves, the, the fact that, that he, you know, was on the verge of leaving and then figured out that he wouldn't be able to graduate from UK in time to get the grad transfer and might have to ask for a waiver, so he ends up staying. And now you look up and he's averaging 19 and a half points a game and just shooting the lights out. That was a, a heck of a break to fall into Calipari's lap. And then Trey Mitchell, who was going to be in Morgantown until Bob Huggins had his mishap, and now that falls into Calipari's lap. And on top of that, now we've got Ivasich eligible, and the freshman crop has been as good as, if not better, than advertised. Man, oh, man, this has gone from people being nervous back in the summer about this roster to now wanting to compare it to any of the best teams Kentucky's had. It's pretty amazing. But they've earned it, and I'm telling you, they're averaging – what, almost 92 points a game? And if you can say that 17 games into the season, whew, that's, uh, that's impressive. And, and certainly South Carolina knows what they're going to be dealing with tomorrow here. You know, you almost kind of come into this game thinking, what we need to some degree is for some guys who usually make shots to maybe not make shots, especially being in a, uh, you know, a, a gym they're not as familiar with. Not to say Kentucky's unbeatable. I mean, like we said, they've lost three games already. But you might need them to not be on their A game and shooting it in as well as they have been a lot lately uh, to, to, to help the cause a little bit. South Carolina has been one of those programs where 
they don't have the storied history of Kentucky. They sure don't. Nobody does. It's you know, Kentucky's one of those unique programs. But South Carolina has been really making a name for itself in basketball. And I'm sure from your point of view, it's been a fun ride as well to be a part of that. You know, years ago, you would have said basketball, South Carolina. Someone maybe looked at you and went, okay, they're good, but not that good. Now it just feels like anything is possible in the SEC with a program like South Carolina being so good. Well, it, it's still a challenge here. I mean, you know, we, we don't have the resources that some of the programs in this league do in terms of NIL money, uh, and that is such a, a key factor these days. But Lamont Paris came in here and took over. Coach Martin did an amazing job building the thing back to the point, as you mentioned, that perennially they could play with anybody in the league. But at the same time, after the final four year, it, it never really reached those heights again. And it was really recruiting that was the problem. There was some some real good talent in this state that continued to say no to the Gamecocks and go play elsewhere. And in the in the old days, you used to hear people say, well, you know, we're going to lose guys. The great players in this state are going to go to North Carolina or they're going to go to Duke, like Zion Williamson did. But the bigger problem became guys who weren't going to play in the ACC. They were staying in the Southeastern Conference, but they were going to other SEC schools. And you had a couple of McDonald's All-Americans who chose Tennessee or chose Vanderbilt. And some kids went to Alabama. And that's really where the damage was done. And this team was unable to really sustain what it had built into that amazing run to the Final Four in 2017. And so when the coaching change was made, Lamont Paris took over a situation most of the guys who were on Frank Martin's roster, as most players do nowadays, look at Alabama football right now. Their coach was re- removed from his job. They all hit the portal. And Coach Paris had to start from scratch last year. And other than a big win at Rupp Arena last year, there weren't a whole lot of highlights. So he took his lumps, and then he basically decided, looking at the roster, what he needed to do to change the outlook to this team. And he hit the portal. And this team got very old in a hurry. We've got a handful of grad transfers, but they play a style that fits his eye and his philosophy, uh, which it was built primarily as a longtime assistant at Wisconsin under Bo Ryan. We don't play fast. We're a slow, methodical team, but we are really, really solid in terms of guarding people and passing the ball. It's kind of an old-school approach, but if you like basketball the way it was played when you know those of us of a certain age grew up you will appreciate this team because they're incredibly unselfish they don't really have any stars uh, but they have guys that really play the game a way that that I certainly have, have a great appreciation for and it's led to a bit of a surprise to a lot of people to look up and see this team sitting at 15 and 3 right now. Derek Scott's with me, former host on this very same radio station, Scott on Sports, now the voice of the South Carolina Gamecocks. And tomorrow on our sister station, it'll be the Tom Leach broadcast. I'm sorry. It'll be Kentucky taking on South Carolina. You can listen to that on 92.7 and 98.5, the planet as well as Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. And you mentioned maybe South Carolina doesn't have the resources of a Kentucky and I started laughing inside because I was at Wake Forest last year for a visit, took a tour of their facility, and they said the very same thing. And I looked at all of the things that they had, Derek, and it's amazing. Yeah. It's just amazing. And then when a program like Wake Forest says, yeah, we don't have the resources, and you see all the fun things that they have and the great things they have, 
that's just how much more of a gap it is between the elite programs and then South Carolina compared to a Kentucky. So the transfer portal, I really think, has helped maybe level that playing field a little bit more. It certainly creates some opportunities. You can go find guys uh, who, you know, you're not having to win the recruiting battle for kids out of high school. Uh, and you can, you know, we, I look at a kid right now, again, maybe probably the most important player, certainly if not the one and one of two or three in this team's, uh, you know, ascension this year. He's a South Carolina native. His name's Talon Cooper. He played the first three years of his career up the road from you at Moorhead State. And he, he was a very good player in the Ohio Valley Conference who decided for his senior year he wanted to, if he could do it on a bigger level. So he went to Minnesota, and he had a great year, led the Big Ten in assists last year. Well, because of COVID, he's got a fifth year of eligibility, and they got him to come back to his home state to play his last year. And having an older point guard who never seems to get, um, you know, fed up by a defense, never seems to lose his composure, uh, and is a tremendous defensive guard, has been an unbelievable asset to this team. And and it's a unique situation because of COVID that you have guys getting that fifth year. But, yeah, I mean, South Carolina is very much taking advantage of that with him, with B.J. Mack, who came in here uh, as a transfer from Wofford, another in-state school, another Southern Conference school that uh, Lamont Paris coached against when he was the head coach at Chattanooga. Uh, Stephen Clark came from the Citadel. These are all old guys, and they're local guys, and they are really uh, enjoying each other and have blended together in a manner you'd think this group had been together three or four years. They, they play so well together. And, and, uh, and as I said earlier, the, the, the spacing and the sharing of the basketball has been really key. Uh, and it's, it's been a sight for sore eyes because the last few years, that is just not the way the offense has performed here. It's been at times kind of hard to watch this squad play offense. And Frank Martin, you know, he made his bones on defense. Uh, this team still very much guards the ball, but the offensive approach is uh, is really much more efficient. They don't score a ton of points because they play a slower pace, but uh, but it's not been a bad offense to watch at all. And when the shots are going in like they were Saturday at Arkansas, it really looks fun. Derek Scott's with me, the voice of South Carolina Gamecocks tomorrow night. It's South Carolina taking on Kentucky, and the Wildcats and the Gamecocks – should be a fun one. Big crowd expected for this one tomorrow. Blackout. I mean, will we see the student body maybe try to one-up UNCW, what they did? That went viral on social media. You know, we're going to see uh, yeah, your crowd try to top that and do some fun things. What, what are we expecting tomorrow? Well, the student section will, will certainly be, you know, they'll be on fire. They they uh, they had a great atmosphere. for our, our first home game since they've been back on campus for the spring semester was last Tuesday. And there were 5,000-plus in there. And the, you know, let's face it, even if you have a, a good crowd during the holiday break, it's different if the students aren't there. They bring a level of energy that's just different. And if you've ever seen how crazy williams Bryce Stadium can be on a Saturday night, it's the students who make it that way. They set the tone. Uh, and and you got to know it'll, it'll be a, a, uh, an indoor version of that, I think, uh, tomorrow night. Those guys are around campus. That's, that's what the buzz has been all about here today. And, I definitely think in many years previous, not the students, but some of our season ticket holders have tended to be uh, tempted, let's say, uh, by the almighty dollar 
and uh, Big Blue Nation comes to town, they'll they'll buy their way into your arena. They are notorious for doing it everywhere. And you look up and see a lot of blue in the best seats in the house behind the benches. Uh, and, of course, what I think most of us are just hopeful for is the people will choose their team over profit tomorrow and won't be willing to do that because, you know, Kentucky fans are still coming. It's just a matter of whether they can get their hands on uh, how many seats they can get their hands on, how many tickets they can lay their hands on, because they're going to get into your building. They do that everywhere. Uh, but, uh, but no, it, it'll be a great atmosphere. It's an 18,000-seat arena. I'd say it'll be close to full, if not entirely full. And, uh, and if so, it will be uh, a lot of fun when they tip that one off at 7. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. I know uh, our good friend Bill Cornwell is looking forward to it. He's excited. This is going to be a big one. And, again, for the fans locally, we'll have it on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Of course, Derek will have the call as well. So, Derek, now that Marshall's got a baseball park, when are we going to get the Gamecocks up here in Huntington? <laughs> you know, that's funny. I'm so excited that they finally made Coach Cook's dream come true and built that ballpark. Man, I've been following that online. And, it, you know, I'll say this. Uh, South Carolina has a, a, a habit of saying, hey, we're where the warm weather is. If you want to play us, come on down. We, we, don't, <laughs> we don't typically travel in non-conference play other than one, one game a year where we'll go up to Clemson and part of a three-game series where they'll also come down here. Since I've been doing their games, I can count on probably two hands how many road games I've done on a weekend prior to conference play started. That is just not how they roll. But, uh, but no, I am so excited to see Marshall baseball get that ballpark. And it looks absolutely gorgeous. And, uh, man, you just think about everything that's been accomplished up there with the, the re basically the remaking of that part of campus from the time, gosh, when I was a freshman, when Brad Smith was a freshman, we're not that far off age wise to think about what that into campus looks like before Edwards Stadium was built, and now all the other athletic facilities that have been built on that end of campus. Man, it it is it's really amazing, and it's just awesome to see as an alum. Derek, here's how we frame this. You know how teams will sometimes travel, go to places just to give an opportunity for a, a student athlete to go back home one time, be seen in front of the home fans or the, the hometown. We can frame it as an opportunity for Derek Scott to come back and do a game <laughs> and bring, yeah. let the family come see Derek Scott call the game. Let me try and sell that to Coach Kingston, and uh, we'll see how far I get with that one. I am not going to hold my breath, Paul, but we'll, we'll take a swing at it. All right. You know what? I'll, I'll see if we can get Coach Beals to, to maybe make that pitch as well. We'll see if there we can get go. that to happen. That's- Sounds good. Derek, have, right. have fun tomorrow. It's going to be a great game. I'm sure you're going to be excited for that atmosphere, and uh, let's hope that uh, the fans get everything that uh, that game promises to be. Sounds good. Paul, great talking to you, man. Thank Take you. care. Thanks, Derek. That is Derek Scott, longtime host of Scott on Sports. You heard that here years ago on 930 WRVC. He's now covering South Carolina. He does baseball. He does men's basketball. When we continue, we'll hear a little bit from Dan D'Antoni. And we've got our text line open. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And I'm going to give you a chance to win tickets to go see the Herd take on Georgia State. That's coming up Wednesday. i got a four-pack for you. All of that when we continue on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 in AM 930. 
Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. The ugly truth is when you buy a timeshare, you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. I recently helped a couple that had their maintenance fees go from $800 to $3,200 a year. They also received a $4,000 assessment for a hurricane that was over 1,000 miles away. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. state Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. And a lot of daily specials. If you're a sports fan, we have what you need. From the NFL, NBA, NCAA basketball, to college football, bowl games, and the national championship. First responders, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza, next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. Giovanni's Pizza, fresh, hot, and tasty. Have it delivered right to your door. Giovanni's. The Italian place to be. Get the tire that will see you through the cold and then some. The long-lasting all-season Michelin Cross Climate 2 tire. Because winter doesn't last forever. Between 1115 and 12.5, get $70 via reward card or virtual prepay card. After online submission with the purchase of four new Michelin passenger or light truck tires. $70 tire rebate on all tire lines. Plus a $30 bonus rebate on Michelin winter tires only. See TikTok Tire, 3rd Avenue in Huntington across from Jones C. Edwards Stadium. See www.michelinman.com forward slash auto forward slash deals hyphen promotions hyphen and hyphen rebates for complete this is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to our Monday edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And if you don't know the deal, here's how it works. I've got four tickets to give away for the game on Wednesday. Heard taking on Georgia State. We basically go, unless it's a specific question I'm asking you or a specific task, we basically go with the texter of the day. So the better your text is, you have a better shot of winning the tickets. So you can't enter if you don't text in. So that's the number one more time. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Dan D'Antoni had a chance to catch up with him earlier today during his media availability. If you were with us over the weekend, you listened to the game on Thursday, Saturday, you heard Dan, he wasn't really, he really wasn't happy 
about the way that Thursday game played out against Old Dominion. Of course, Saturday, a little bit better from him as far as what he saw. Still, it was a 67-52 defeat. James Madison wasn't an offensive showcase. I was expecting a little bit more offensively from both teams, Marshall and James Madison. That's not what we got. And so when we talked to Dan earlier today, he just flat out came out and said, this team not very good offensively right now. Oh, Oakland State, we're offensively, we're not playing very well. So we're trying to tweak it a little bit here and see uh, what we can do. It's, uh, you know, it's hard when you run the kind of same offense for about nine years. And it's always been pretty elite offense. We're going to try to uh, tweak it a little bit, see if we can't get the ball in certain people's hands at different times and if it won't help us. Kind of the same, we're still wide open concept. We're still doing a lot of that stuff, but we're going to start it with uh, a little different way, see if it works. So we'll see what happens this week if any tweaks are going to be made. Uh, I did catch a little bit of practice before the presser earlier today. Just kind of saw a few minutes of it, and it was intense. So the thundering herd definitely getting it going in practice. We'll see if that translates to what we saw a few weeks ago when the herd was winning conference games or what we've seen the last few games. We were talking women's basketball earlier with you from our text line. We've got a couple of great responses. Let me go to those now. Texture says, I went to the Herd women's basketball game this past Saturday. It was a very fun team to watch. Well worth the $5 admission. Also from our text line, Texture says, my family and I will definitely be going to the Lady Herd's next home game. Hopefully the men can get it back this weekend and string some wins together. Go Herd. And since we're talking about the women, when I spoke with Kim Caldwell earlier today, she brought that up. She's very appreciative appreciative of the fan support. That was one of the first things that she wanted to talk about when we got to the presser with her earlier. A uh, really, really big, tough week for us. Um, was, again, beyond thankful for the crowd that we had last game. Uh, just kind of having some time to reflect on that and how awesome – of an experience that was for our student athletes and for me and for I had a lot of family here and for them to be able to say wow like look what this is becoming um, just I'm beyond thankful for everyone who came out I think that means a lot to us and it gives us some momentum and some support going into a really really hard road stretch so she's very very excited to see what Marshall women's basketball is starting to grow into. Texture just wrote in and said, I was at the women's game on Saturday. I had not been to one in many years and remember slow-paced play. Coach Caldwell's team plays fast and the players really hustle. In the words of General MacArthur, I shall return. And this team, it's not the same team we saw a few weeks ago. She alluded to that. If you've been following along these last few weeks, she alluded to that, that early on she's going to lose either early on or late in March. Of course, March is when we get into tournament time, and it's basically single elimination. You're going to lose or you, you, know, you win out. Or these teams are going to lose early on because she was still trying to figure out what she had as far as who plays best with who? Where do I, you know, where do I run player A, player B? You know, trying to figure it out. And you look at where this team's at now, 
she said it earlier today. It's not the same team. Yeah, they've grown a lot. I mean, we're not even the same team that we were in November. Um, and when I look at our stats and I look at our numbers, I only look at the conference-only stats. Because if you look at the overall stats, it's not a true reflection of what our team actually is. And so, I mean, it, it's night and day. We, we're shooting the ball better. We're guarding the ball better. I mean, everything is just an improvement. And so it's just – I knew it would take time, and I'm really, really proud of – them because they didn't have to continue to stick with it they could have just done what everyone does and oh i'm gonna get in the portal i'm gonna go somewhere else that's the new reality in sports and they didn't they stuck with it they bought in they believed in it they believed in each other and um i still think our ceiling is pretty high i agree with her and the team being rewarded and honestly and this is all over the last few days i've had a couple people off air just joke with me like hey are you gonna talk more women's basketball which we've done before we've We've always talked women's basketball, but it was jokingly saying, hey, is this going to be wall-to-wall women's basketball? Why not? The way this team's playing, why not? I mean, we're definitely going to dive into the men more, but women's basketball, Coach Caldwell has really turned the program around, and she's doing it in an exciting way. It's fun to watch. They're competitive. They get after it. It might not be this way every year, but I hope so. I hope it's always like this for her because this has been a fun brand of basketball to watch. Back to the men. Text line. Texter says, I don't feel the herd men basketball team is a bad team. And, hey, they are just a streaky team. We can only hope they streak at the right time. The women's team is solid in putting it all together heading into February and March. Could prove to be a difference maker. If this team gets better in February and March, watch out. Wouldn't that be something, Kim Caldwell? I don't want to put the pressure on her, but she's a coach, so she's used to it. What if this team wins the regular season and her first season and then goes on and wins the conference tournament, gets into the NCAA tournament? That would be something, especially in her first season as the head coach, that would definitely, I think, I don't want to say justify everything that has been put into the women's program, but I think you saw something coming with her being hired as the head coach before the job was even a few hours old being open and available. She was the name that came up. A lot of people said, if Marshall's looking for a women's basketball coach, Kim Caldwell is the coach to go after. And I think Thundering Herd, Got the message, got the right coach. So far, it's been a success. Now, of course, can she sustain that success? That's going to be the next question. Right now, let's just enjoy where we're at right now with Marshall Women's Basketball. All right, more text coming up. We'll do that with you when we continue. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Everyone that's part of the text line today entered to win my four-pack of tickets to the game on Wednesday. More coming up. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. The ugly truth is when you buy a timeshare, you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. 
I recently helped a couple that had their maintenance fees go from $800 to $3,200 a year. They also received a $4,000 assessment for a hurricane that was over 1,000 miles away. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. H-Tri-State. Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. And a lot of daily specials. If you're a sports fan, we have what you need. From the NFL, NBA, NCAA basketball, to college football bowl games and the national championship. First responders, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza, next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. Working Man Store in Huntington. Check out the biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia, featuring brands such as Healing Hands, Dickies, Cherokee, and Med Couture at the best price. Working Man Store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man Store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers in sizes up to 72. And Working Man Store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price. Working Man Store, open every day at 140 5th Avenue, Huntington. Stuck in a state of falling behind, struggling to keep up with kids, finances, insurance, and life? Well, let your State Farm agent help you simplify and get to a better state. With State Farm handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you'll have more time to handle everything else. More money, too. Adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that could add up to 40%. Help you get ahead. Call an agent today and get to a better state with State Farm. In Huntington, Jeff Smith, 304-781-1234. In Milton, Eric Dodson, 304-390-4515. And in Wayne, Vicki Tabor, 304-272-5115. Giovanni's has great Italian dishes. Spaghetti with meat sauce, lasagna, ravioli, manicotti, and baked lasagna. Giovanni's has the best sandwiches around from the Stromboli, Italian sub, calzones, and their signature Big Red. All dinners will be served with hot garlic bread or Italian rolls. Giovanni's pizza, fresh, hot, and tasty. Have it delivered right to your door. Giovanni's. The Italian place to be. Okay, forest animals, today is a new day. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow. Yes? Have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. Okay. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Just a few minutes remain on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Don't worry, we'll be back tomorrow, same time, 5.06. We'll do it all over again. We'll talk a little bit more about the game coming up between Marshall and Georgia State. I am going to be joined by the play-by-play voice of Georgia State, Dave Cohen. He was with us during football season, so he's going to be in Huntington for the game, calling it for the Georgia State side. We've gonna, we're going to break it down with him tomorrow. He's always fun to talk to, so looking forward to catching up with him tomorrow. And we'll preview the matchup between Marshall and Georgia State a little bit more in detail, get his point of view on what the series is going to look like. All that coming up tomorrow on The Drive right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And, of course, 
We'll give you another chance tomorrow. If you don't win today, I've got another four-pack to give you tomorrow of tickets to go see the Herd take on Georgia State. And then if you don't win those tickets, don't worry. I've got tickets for the next game as well. Since it's a four-game homestand, I'm going to have tickets for every game. So if you don't win today, you don't win tomorrow, you still have opportunities. So don't worry. I've got tickets, and I'm going to give you an opportunity to win them. Our text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. You can also find me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Paul Swan. There's a lot I want to get into, and we'll do that tomorrow. And some of it has to do with game day. And this wasn't directed at Marshall, but I'm sure you saw by now, if you haven't, just the – and it went viral, or at least it went viral for a lot of people that I follow, including myself, UNCW, and just the energy and the way that their students get into the game, it really brought a fun – I'm serious. It brought a real fun atmosphere to the UNCW game. And I, I saw that, and I, I shared that on, on X, and I said, I would love to see this kind of energy – at a Marshall game. And of course, I shared it, so it's up for debate. And a lot of people said that that's never going to happen at Marshall University. That that's not going to be something that we can do at Marshall. And some of that was directed towards maybe the fact that, and this has been alluded to not just by me, but by others, but it's an older fan base. And so that's just not going to happen. Or Marshall isn't ready for that or the students you know where they sit so i'm kind of curious what would you like to see for game day atmosphere how could game day atmosphere improve and what's it going to take to get the students to become really a big part of the game not just yelling and i mean real big part of the game and i'm not saying be like the cameron crazies here but what could Marshall do? What do the students need to do? Maybe the students need to take ownership of this. I don't know. That's something I really want to get into. And, of course, I don't know if we're going to really get into it, but fans running on the court, that's going to be an issue now because of the collision with the fan, Caitlin Clark, over the weekend. That's coming up on tomorrow's show. Retransmitting in Glorious FM on 94.1 W227BS Huntington. This is 930 WRVC Huntington, celebrating 100 years of broadcasting.